Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody hello becca you know you have a glow about you today i do yeah a glow that could only come from Talking, looking at, and touching one Harry Styles. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say a period glow. I don't, I, normally periods don't provide a glow, I don't think. But you do have a glow. Maybe it is. I do have to say, I don't think I've been the same since Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been the same <laughs> since Saturday night. Just hearing and seeing it. So I was so nervous to do this harry styles show because a harry styles is i've never met him before this is a really big deal this is going on like all the national radio stations across the country so i was like seriously like so nervous on saturday i met him before the show he was so nice uh-huh. during the interview he could not have been sweeter like so engaged mm-hmm. so nice he added an extra song into the set because i was talking about it during the interview what song 
So he wasn't going to do Falling. Well, how was he not going to do Falling? Because it was only five songs and, they, and it was just going to be more of an uh, upbeat show. Oh my God. It's like my favorite song on his album. Mine too. So I talked to him a lot about it during the interview. And so he basically said, I'm adding an extra song. I felt like I needed to. And he looked over at you and, and he, mouthed. Like, this is for you or some, something of the sort. Wow. I know. I was like, <laughs> on like a, I was like not even in a cloud in heaven. Like I was like in outer space. <laughs> And then I to think talk- heaven's higher. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> right, I don't know the tears. <laughs> so I'm like, could not be happier. And then like all these people from the label and his management were just telling me all these, like how great of an interview mm-hmm. it was. And it was just like, I was so feeling so good and so proud because I was having so many questions about mm-hmm. myself that day. But then I get back home and my phone rings and it's um, Harry's manager. So I answer and it it turns out it's Harry Styles himself. I like would have passed out. Uh, I was like, how do I record this? Like, I was by myself and I was like, how do I? <laughs> this is so wild. And I thought, because he'd only really just called to say like, thank you so much for a great interview. It was so easy to talk to you. Like, just really just thanking me. And I was like, you are such a treat. I'm like so overwhelmed. This is such a class act thing to do i've never even heard of anybody doing this and it's never happened for me ever yeah so now i'm like a harry styles stan stan i will <laughs> and i basically was like i i'm gonna come to whatever and he said like you're welcome to any show or, please invite me please let me go to anything he invites you to 100 we could go to any if we wanted to like go to his show in wherever timbuktu like let's go to timbuktu <laughs> go. yeah I feel wow. so close to him. Yeah, you are. And it was cool because I saw just like tweets and stuff that you had retweeted of people saying like he felt so comfortable with you. And, you know, his fans are like they're paying attention to his emotions, his facial expressions, his body language. So that was a huge compliment coming from the stands of the Harry Styles world. I think what I tried to do because I because I don't think it was that great of it. Like I didn't seem anything like I- I think it's just you make people feel comfortable. And I'm sure, especially in a situation like that with interviews, it probably feels very um, like stuffy a lot of the time. And I think you kind of take that out of interviews. I think you do that with a lot of people, not just Harry Styles. And I also think it's impossible for you to gauge how well it went. I think in a situation like that, you would know if it did not go well. But I think it's hard for you to really get how well it seemed to go. Right. And in my mind, I like pick everything apart. So I was listening back to it and I was like, oh, I say like so much. That's sucks like I need to stop doing that and there was a lot of things I learned I think from listening back to it that will help me in the future um do you want us to help you with the like thing is there something we could do I don't know how do you fix that Could we play something every time you say like I watched myself on the bachelor and that really people calling it out really helped me pay attention to it I still say it but I definitely am more aware of it when I'm speaking now because even watching The Bachelor now, the girls say it so, so much. much. And I watch TV with my subtitles on, so I'm reading it and hearing it. Yeah. It's a lot. And I guess it's different when you're like in a podcast or the morning show and it's like like <laughs> no! multiple voices. What if I play that every no! time you say like? That would drive me nuts. Well, it makes you think about it. No! But I think when you're doing just a one-on-one interview, it's more jarring when you hear it so much. Mm-hmm. Also... When you're doing it, I I think it, a lot of the time it is you stalling. I don't know what the science is behind people saying like, but I think it's because of not of nerves or something. 
that are happening while you're trying to have a conversation. And so you're not really thinking about it. Right. I mean, it's like every, it's every other word out of my mouth. Mm. It's bad. This is something we've addressed before. Like Ryan's brought this up to you before on the show. Yeah. And you have tried to make some changes and it doesn't stick, I guess. It doesn't stick. Yeah. I think I can temporarily like. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. I said it four times in one question to Harry. I listened back and thought, woof. Who knows the things that I would say while having a conversation looking at him. His face. We were watching his video for falling and it's beautiful. And there's these close ups of his face and just like his dimples and oh. I know. And when he looks at you, <laughs> I didn't look at my cards the entire time. I did not look at my cards once. That's the awesome. entire interview. It was just full on, like locked in. But just, that is a that is the sign of a good interview. Yeah. If really? you're scrambling through your cards looking for questions, you're not present, you're not listening, uh-huh. and he's not giving you enough to, to create a flow. No, I didn't look at him once, only <laughs> to read the, I wrote down a lyric that I wanted to talk to him about, and I only looked at my card just to make sure I got the lyric right. Right. And that was the lyric that everyone in the audience said with yeah. you. Yeah, I which I really that. enjoyed. Do you want to hear that? Did you hear the interview, uh, Becca? I didn't hear the whole thing, but I saw that part. I think I, oh, I think Nick took it down. I'll get it back up again, but I want to, I'll play that part. That was fun. I think he enjoyed that, actually. Yeah. You sent me one picture, and he's looking at you laughing or something or smiling. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyways, I was so proud of you because when you left, when we like we saw each other before you left, and yeah. you were kind of, you know, you you were excited, but you weren't. You, you didn't seem nervous at all. You were just. I think the one thing you said, you were like, "I don't have a makeup person to do my hair," and I'm like, "You definitely want a makeup person when you meet Harry Styles." I know because it was radio only, so I didn't really put too much effort into, like. I didn't put- <laughs> I know you're making I'm so aware Aware of it it right now that I can barely think so I didn't I didn't think I needed to get super glam but then I was like there's probably gonna be a lot of photos and things like that so I want to definitely Cicely mentioned that earlier I feel like nowadays you always you have no choice but there's always gonna be social media involved totally and he really enjoyed I wore a shirt that said treat people with kindness which is one of his songs is that his merch yeah oh yeah great merch yeah he really enjoyed that yeah. Really well, congratulations, that. Tanya. I, I think know, that was, it was a big, a big moment. And a big deal and a big step for you within iHeartMedia, don't you think? Oh, for sure. How did that, is there a story behind how that came about? Yes, I'm not sure if I can share oh, okay. it. But uh, let's just say uh, I was not necessarily the first choice mm. for some people, but I was the first choice for others. So no, somebody the thought the for you. Correct. Ones, Correct. The important ones... Who have well a important say, is a relative word, but the ones who had the say wanted well, you. Well, they made it happen. That must be important. Mm, but that is good. I love knowing that there are other people fighting for you in mm-hmm. this company. I, thank you. I know, and I think that was also part of like the reason I was feeling nervous because I really wanted to prove to myself that I could do it and to them that I could do it. So afterwards, when everything was, when all the people were coming up, like people were coming up to me that were on Harry's team. Obviously, they were like British. And complimenting me on the interview and stuff, and oh, just made me feel a sense of confidence yes. in myself that other people have in me that, that I don't have so in cool. myself. Yeah, I mean, think really of the cool. people driving around somewhere you've never been before, Omaha, Nebraska. 
listening to Tanya interview Harry Styles on the radio. Isn't yeah, that fantastic? It's so cool. It's crazy. Here's a little bit of it with Harry and Tanya. <laughs> There's this one lyric in there that I need to talk about because okay. it guts me. The, the line where you say, and uh, hold on, I wrote it down because I don't want to mess it up. And oh. I get the feeling that you'll never oh, yeah. need me again. <laughs> Okay. Very nice. Wow. Wow. I have felt that in my core. So like okay. to you sing that was like, wow, I feel so seen by you. Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> <laughs> does does um, Red Star know the significance of that you were face to face with Harry Styles? <laughs> He did say, though, he was watching one of the videos where Harry makes eye contact with me and, like, smiles. Yeah. And he was like, that seemed a little flirty. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it did. And I would have been like, excuse. Do you know what's so funny? I was getting so many DMs of people saying, is Harry Styles your boyfriend? Because I guess I didn't realize that he has a giant butterfly tattoo on his chest. It's like oh. a giant butterfly tattoo on his chest. <laughs> All this time. All this time. <laughs> that would be... The funniest, most epic thing ever. That would be. It is not Harry Styles. Yeah. He's not? No. Okay. Well, Red you don't Star know. You is don't know. not. Not my boyfriend. Um, Can we not talk currently. about how... Yeah, not currently. <laughs> TBD. Um, can we talk about how excited I personally am for Claire Crawley to be The Bachelorette? Me too. It's funny because she really came out of nowhere. I was... So surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, who did you have any other guesses who you thought it was going to be? I thought it'd be one of these girls. Oh, see, I didn't. I thought they were kind of. There wasn't really anyone I could really pin down. As but I'm a so glad that they did that because we can't have a 21 year old bachelorette. I'm sorry, we can't. Yeah. Well, um, I thought it may have been Tia or Tasha. I thought Tia had a boyfriend, and I was misinformed on that, so I didn't yeah. expect her. So Claire was a real shock to me, but I'm just excited that it's going to be a very different feel than we've had for the last, uh, what, four seasons? Why? Of like the, the ages and the men. Oh, that are, you know? oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting. Who was the last one? Hannah Brown. Oh, besides, <laughs> sorry. Before her. <laughs> Becca, Becca Kufrin. Kufrin. Okay. Which she was, yeah. I guess. And then before her was Rachel Lindsay. Yes. So I guess really, and not, and Hannah was great, but I just felt like the the guys were so young because she was young. So it, I don't know. I would I would not be upset if there was like a forty eight year old in the mix. Sure, she's thirty eight, thirty eight, forty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's reasonable. It's great. I mean, there's a twenty three year old that's cast in there already. When I woke up this morning and I clicked on the article, because honestly, I must admit, I did not know who Clara Crowley was, uh-huh. if she's from this season or previous seasons. But in the article I was reading, they started quoting Hannah B. from Scrumming in Live at the Roxy. Oh yeah, I wow. saw that. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was neat. Well, I I was unsure because I didn't watch Juan Pablo seasons, because so I didn't really know her from that. Oh, and then good. I didn't really follow Bachelor in Paradise on the season she was on, or I don't really remember her. She was the one that was like talking to the raccoons. Oh. Remember they yeah. made her look like she was cuckoo talking to the animals. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I saw this interview. Lauren Zima posted this interview with her, like I think before winter games or something. And she was talking about how people always kind of give her this sad look when she, they find out she's single. And at the time I think she was 33 or something, but they always give her this like sad look. And um, I know that look <clears throat> all too well. And she goes, I always say I would so much rather be single than settle. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to watch her 
be the bachelorette with that mentality of knowing like, you know, I don't have to choose any of these guys if they're losers. <laughs> totally. And I think that the something that I do really I love about her is she's unabashedly who she is and like knows what she wants. So I think she's going to be very fiery with these guys. Yeah, me too. And I do, you know, we have all the people who are saying, well, I'm not watching this season. And it's like, Wait, why? Okay. What are they saying bad about her? Because like they don't know her. Or they didn't like her on her seasons. But I'm thinking... Okay, no one cares if you're sitting on the couch while everyone else is involved in The Bachelorette and you're sitting there not knowing what's going on. And it's all about, it's so much more about the cast than it is about the lead, really. And I also am excited to see, like, at 39, okay, like, for me, at 30, what am I, 32, I had this checklist of things in my 20s that I, when I was dating, it was, is he, does he have this? Does he have that? Does he, you know, all of these things that I would go through and that checklist went out the window when I met my boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool. I think we're going to see a different side of dating almost. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm very excited. Congrats. Congrats to Claire. Mm-hmm. Becca, how far along love is blind are you at this point? I'm, I'm d- You're done? You're caught- <laughs> oh, you watched <laughs> the weddings? You watched the weddings? <laughs> yes. I haven't watched the weddings. I'm caught up, all, up until the finale. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was exhausted. I'm exhausted from love is blind, but I, lo- I want more. There's a reunion show this Thursday. Oh, yeah. I... We- <laughs> where do you begin they're all still married by the way the couple i don't know who got married but allegedly the couples that did That's get a married spoiler alert fyi well i think you know i mean we've seen them in wedding gowns and stuff i haven't seen yeah, much but of we anything, don't but... know oh. who, where people are by this week oh in the reunion well i'm only on episode two so i got catching up oh, to do right. it. Spoiler alert. don't get on my case you two with your gray's anatomy let me guess where you guys are in gray's anatomy <laughs> pretty far behind okay <laughs> so i'm caught up on gray's anatomy <laughs> Okay, well, anyways, Love is Blind, the first few episodes are less cringe, and you're about to get into the most cringe of all the season is after they see each other. Have they seen each other yet? Uh, one couple to. has, yeah. and one the guy just proposed a diamond. That's oh, where I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, Carlton. Carlton just proposed a diamond. Yeah. yeah. Carlton's well, just very wait. interesting. You're about to get majorly uncomfortable They're great i had to limit myself to one episode at a certain point i couldn't binge more than one because i had so much anxiety watching i loved it i'm like holding on to the finale for like a good night you know oh yeah do you do you like uh giannina gg giannina giannina uh i don't mind her like you know do you like her she, I struggle with her. I'm sure she's, she, I just feel like she's playing like an an actress on like a soap opera or something. Yeah. I'm not terribly like really invested in any of them, which is weird. Well, that's what I was saying. The fact, okay. It's this I don't weird this thing because is... I enjoy it so much, but I'm not, I'm not yes. moved by any of them. Okay. Same. In the fact that Lauren and Cameron were like our, our hero couple. But she, to me, is not that into him. Like, it's right. not this spark. Right. But because for some reason, people like latched onto them as the one they were rooting for, I felt like. Yeah. Is that the scientist? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. I also feel like they can't do this show again. 
because I think if they did it again, the people that they would, I feel like this cast was so pure. Like these are purists. You know what I mean? They are okay. going in. They don't know that this show is going to be a hit. They just That's really, true. I feel like they really all wanted to find love in an unconventional weird it's way. It's the right reason situation. Ex- exactly. You're right. The Bachelor has a hard time finding people with the right reasons. Exactly. Which It'll is change. Which yeah. is why I think that I was so into this show because I really do feel like they were all there but, for, for the right reason. But The Bachelor is different because they might go on for that reason, but you do end up, because of the way it's set up and the no phone, the no TV, and you're surrounded by other people who are into this person, you end up developing feelings for them. Like emotionally, whether it's well, it's right. long lasting or not. Right. I mean, you take away phone, my TV, my computer, and you put me in a room with like anybody. You're I'm, probably, I'm probably going to fall in love with them. <laughs> <laughs> you give me no outside anything. But my favorite meme from Love is Blind is somebody posted. It was like um, the best part of Love is Blind season one was when Nick Lachey walks out and says, and I'm obviously Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. that I don't so either, funny. but I can totally I like could totally see him saying that. I'm and I'm obviously Nick, Nick Lachey. Lachey. <laughs> Maybe we have to rewatch the first episode. How about those two lucking into a big hit? Who saw that coming? They can't do it again. Like I'm sorry. Like there cannot be a Love Is Blind season two. Mm. It won't be as good. These were purists. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it. Season two, season three. Um, we have a bunch of emails to get to. Before we do that, though. How are we all preparing for the coronavirus? Tanya traveled to New York this weekend for Harry. Mm-hmm. I did. And I was prepared. I bought Clorox wipes. I had a mask. Um, Which is, as they say, you but shouldn't not to. bother yeah, with. Yeah, you shouldn't bother yeah, with the mask. They don't work. And I actually ended up taking it off because every, I felt so weird because nobody was wearing them. <laughs> um, but people were Lysoling the heck out of their mm-hmm. seats. I feel like we should always, we're, we're, we're that family, by the way. I'm as soon as we I'm sit s- down, we are wiping every surface that we can find. It's pretty gross if it's you think about it. It's very gross. Mm-hmm. But all the um, grocery stores and everything around us, I bought the last two bottles of Clorox in the entire store. Everybody's just selling out of stuff. It's like mayhem. Even Amazon is now capping. Yeah, two or three bottles and stuff. You can stuff. only buy so much of stuff because people are hoarding. Whoa. Yeah. Have you done any of this stuff, Becca, to prepare? Are you kidding? <laughs> what do you, you know? You either you either get a lucky break and you don't get it, or you get an unlucky break and you do get it. <laughs> right. And you right. take care of yourself. I'm like grossed out by the mask, though. I don't like breathing in my own air like that. Agreed. It really grosses me out. But I think I think you probably have a healthy outlook on this whole thing. Yeah. Because they say it's like a flu. It's not. You know, it's not the Ebola virus. You're I mean, bleeding out your eyeballs until you die. Like, yeah. this is something you can get over. Some say 2% mortality. A lot of people are saying considerably less than 2% mortality rate. So it sounds like it's going to be a really bad flu. Yeah. But it does sound like it's going to get pretty bad. Yeah. Here's my thing, though. Like, I'm I'm a freak about washing. My hands are so dry right now because I wash yeah, my hands like, after oh, no. everything. Mine are cracking. Yeah, mine too. And... I have Clorox wipes on hand. I buy like a multi-pack every time I order them. So I probably have a pack ready. Um, if I touch anyone, I immediately go and wash my hands. I'm not touching my, I'm trying to like not touch my face, face. that much. So it's really just being aware and being hygienic and not like making out with people who seem like they have sick. <laughs> well, can I tell you that on Tanya? my way back from New York? Yeah. On my way back from New York, I ended up bonding with the girl that I was sitting next to over because she was, she was wiping down her seat just as much as I was. Like we both were like passing around our Lysol wipes. 
can I tell you who she was? And she, I'm obsessed with her. She has this restaurant that was her mom's. I got deep with her. She has a mom, oh, her mom's. <laughs> yeah, we talked for a long time. Oh. She has her mom's restaurant um, here in Los Angeles that I want to go to because, and her mom passed away three years ago. And so she wants to keep it like going to mm-hmm. honor her mom's memory. So there's all these photos of her mom in there and stuff. And so I texted my boyfriend. I was like, we're going here. It's like, okay, random. And then I explained that I sat next to this lady and blah, blah, blah. she was so cute. Um, and she, as Nancy Spielberg, and I was like, are you related to Steven? Steven? <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's my brother. Oh, and I was no. like, this is halfway through their flight too. So mind you, I'm like hearing all this stuff about like her brother and like, just, just, you know what I mean? And I was like, what the heck? Wow. You know, who, and you know who her niece is? Who? Arizona Robbins. There, there you go. Jessica Capshaw. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Her I, mom, been, oh, but their now, step, well, it's her stepdad, I guess. Well, yeah. she is now a subscriber to Scrubbing In, so oh, Nancy will probably shout be out Nancy. Nancy. She's like gets a notification in new episodes. She's like, what is this? Is that her right there? <laughs> sure is. There she is, Nancy Spielberg. She was yeah. the cutest. She like gave me advice on my relationship, and mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time talking, and I'm like obsessed with her. Wow, so shout go out to her. Nancy. Yeah, and if anybody lives in Los Angeles, go to the Milky Way. That is the restaurant. It's fully kosher. Cute. Yeah. We love a good plane meeting. And now she's a scrubber. She literally we subscribed love- to scrubbing in all, like while wow. we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's going to get the alert and she's going to listen. So maybe the next family reunion, she'll be like, hey, Steven, you need to know about Becca and Tanya. Totally. Next thing you know, he's making a movie about Becca and Tanya. Oh, I was going to say we story. have him on the podcast, which would be so epic. Like imagine every single like movie critic podcast and then here we are scrubbing in exclusive with Steven Spielberg. Small but mighty we are. Yeah, it's true. All right. By the way, I just want to say really quick before we move on, I'm in a much better place than I was 15 minutes ago. And Tanya started her period today. And my ovaries are starting to get numb and I'm so happy. She took some meds. I, I came in and she was panicked about just her current situation, but she had just taken some ibuprofen. I said, just give it some time. And here we are. She gave it some time and she's fine. Isn't it crazy how much our periods can affect? Do you know what else is crazy? What? Okay. So one time, this might be TMI, but it's it's just my truth. I love TMI. So, I'm trying to remember when you gave me those oxy powder pills. Oh, yeah. Okay. So one time Tanya was, I was at her house before she was getting ready for bed and she was taking all her like vitamins or whatever. And she had these, these pills and I was like, what is that? And she goes, oh, I take these so that I can use the bathroom basically in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, does it give you like diarrhea or is it just like a healthy situation? And she was like, no, it's just normal. It just like keeps in regular. I was like, I might try that. It does not do the same for me. It makes me feel like I'm going to die. And I took it, I guess, at like eight something last night. Which is when I take. Oh, you did last night? Uh, Yes. Because ever since I've been eating healthy. By the way, I'm on like day 15 of no Dr. Pepper. No fast food. I'm so healthy right now. Thank you, everybody. So, But anyways, I feel like Dr. Pepper always is kind of what has kept me regular in that area. And... um. (laughs) I haven't had that. And so I was like, I'm going to take two of these things. 4.30 a.m. this morning. Ooh. Not a good situation. It's about when I wake up. I still, that's about when uh, it hits yeah. me too. So yeah. I, I think I have to take it later because that was not a welcome. Didn't feel good. Yeah. I just don't understand how yours is just like a... It's normal. Yeah. Because I have issues. 
So for you, it's a normal, and for you, it was far from normal. It's a cleanse. It's a cleanse. <laughs> it's technically a cleanse. The vitamins are yeah, technically yeah, yeah. You're supposed to take like eight of them or something. But you're supposed to, it, even on the directions and the reviews, it's like make sure that you're just at home next to what the is it bathroom. Called? Oxy, Oxy powder. powder. Okay. Anyways, it's supposed to be like you're supposed to do it for a certain amount of days in a row. Yeah, it it's is a, a, it is a cleanse. cleanser, but I only take two of them. You're supposed to take eight. I take two, and they give me a nice little. It's a powerful colon cleanse. <laughs> yeah, and it is. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, I always yeah. So anyways, did I did we do I a podcast after I had my weekend my weekend getaway? No, we did the podcast before. No, we did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't go to the bathroom my trip my entire trip isn't that the worst part of a new relationship (laughs) the worst and the thing that was so annoying about the whole thing is he was so sweet when we got there he said if you need to use the bathroom for an extended period of time just let me know and i'll go for a walk he was so cute about it and so i was like okay but i can already guarantee that it's not gonna happen so and i had plenty of times where we were like in the you know having breakfast or different places where i could have used the restroom without even using it in our room and i never went so I can't then go in public so i'm screwed i was screwed so i get home sunday night and i'm like I'm ready for it I was, this is yes i'm finally gonna have a moment yeah nothing came to work the next day nothing i was I besides myself panicked. yeah it was oxy powder the next night yeah. <laughs> All was fine. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. That is the most difficult part about a new relationship. Because it wasn't even so... For me, it wasn't even so much that I felt like embarrassed. My body just would Shuts. not go. Yeah. It was like, no, no, no. Do you do that now? Yeah, but I'm still pretty coy about it. I don't do it in a close proximity. Yeah. See, that's something I'm going to change in this relationship. Because in the past, I used to just... I was willy nilly, and you I would have the door open. Door open, mm-hmm. and now I'm not going to do that. What about the men in the room? Your wives? I feel like they don't like it. You know, it's just something that happens, and if it and it happens, like I don't really think much of it. Do you laugh at a slippery, like a little toot that slips out? Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> I will laugh at that. Some giggles? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's normal. I feel there, like... You know, there's no, like, letting it rip in right, my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we have to use the bathroom. That's, it's not... It's a human thing. It's a human thing. Yeah. Right. The door's closed. Yeah, it's respectful. It's respectful. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, fine. my door was wide open. I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. Not anymore, though. Not anymore. <laughs> that's old Tanya. That's old. The Tanya, old Tanya cannot come to the Tanya phone right now. I know. Exactly. Allison puts up with a lot in our relationship. <laughs> and so uh, she has requested that we don't acknowledge that this is a process that happens. So, yeah. So when we've talked about the way that she processes energy is she uh, shoots sugar cubes out of her belly button. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so as, as I understand it, nothing like that has ever happened with her. Right. And with me, uh, it's I, I'm just fixing something in the bathroom for a long time. Because <laughs> that but, would be humiliating if you were like, whoo! Whoa! This yeah. is, you really ruined this bathroom. That would be very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, doing that. Yeah. When I was talking about the oxy powder, I meant like I had sugar cubes flying out of my stomach. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Not the other thing that y'all probably thought I was talking about. Right, right. Yeah. Sometimes it's just loose, just grains of sugar just pouring <laughs> yeah, out yeah. too. You know. But is it both ways? Do you guys both? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Respectful yeah. of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. 
Sometimes, sometimes I very rarely does one slip for me, but if one slips, it's just like a little like I have to leave because I start laughing so hard, <laughs> you know, and then I'm, Is I'm that like happening a, more or less without fast food and Dr. Pepper. Less. Nothing's happening without Dr. Pepper, unfortunately. Yeah. I miss that. <laughs> Sweet syrupy. <laughs> Sick. I haven't, so I haven't let one out yet. I mean, it him. might happen. Mm-hmm. I know. It, it happened at the nail salon without you even knowing. I so know. things get too oh, built up. that's a up. classic story. I know. But I really, I actually, uh, I control what I eat on the days that I know I'm going to see him. Oh, yeah. That was a gum issue. So. Gum is completely, <laughs> when's the last time you saw me chew gum? It's been a while. 2018. Artificial sweeteners. Yeah. After that yeah. nail salon. That yeah. was the last time. 2018, I cut it out. <laughs> now I use mints. <laughs> um, well, we have a... Very fun episode because we're dedicating it to our listeners and a bunch of the emails that we got. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back with some hard hitting questions. My favorite part is that we're a half an hour in. You're like, all right, we got a great show for you today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry if you didn't enjoy the first half, but the second half flies when you're having fun. (laughs) The second half will be here before you know it. (laughs) Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. All right, we're back for the exciting part of the show today. <laughs> that was just the intro. Yeah, that was just the intro. Um, so we have some emails that we got sent. We really wanted to get into some emails because I feel like a lot of times we talk so much and then we might get one email or so. Mm-hmm. So we really wanted to dedicate the show, today's show to get getting giving some advice that you know we're very proud of our yeah. advice. That we mm-hmm. you know, You're in a relationship now. You know, if it gets hard, you can just divorce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last week was a little rough. Yeah, that advice was bad. It was bad. Um, yeah. So, Mark, are you going to take over and read? Paging some- Dr. Tilly and Dr. Red. There it is. Head to the OR. We need you on a consult. Yeah. <laughs> from Jess. I come from a very traditional and religious family that doesn't totally approve of living with your significant other before marriage. My boyfriend of four years and I have officially made the decision to move in together. We found a great apartment, put down a security deposit. We'll be moving in in about a month, and I could not be more excited. We're seriously considering marriage, and we've even gone ring shopping. Living together seems like the next logical step, and it has the added bonus of saving a ton on rent. Even though I'm 25 and I'm living a 1,000 miles away from my parents in a different state, I'm still terrified of disappointing them. How do I break the news to them? (laughs) Go, Tanya. You're living your life. You're living your life. You are living your life. (laughs) You, Jess, are living your life. So I think sometimes we have to do things that make us happy or that feel right to us. They might not be, it might not be the right move. It might, it might be a mistake. You don't know, but you have to live your life the way that you want to live your life. You're 25. You're not 15. I mean, yeah, if you are totally independent from your parents and they're not financially helping you or you're not on their insurance anymore or anything like that, I would say just let them know. Say, hey, I wanted to be upfront and honest with you. I decided to move in with Jason. (laughs) I don't know what Jason and Jess sounded cute. It is cute. Jess and Jason. Um, I'm moving in with Jason and I uh, just wanted to be honest with y'all. I know you might not agree with it, but you know, it's this decision I made. The other option is that you live your life and move in. I don't know how involved your parents are with your life. And then if it comes up, you tell them, oh yeah, we moved in together and make it kind of more, not such a big thing because people respond with how you deliver. Like their response is based on your delivery. So if you are just kind of like, we've made this decision, I'm super excited. I'm going to save on rent. You know, I think we're moving in that direction of marriage and you know, we'll see what happens rather than being like, I'm really scared to tell you 
I don't know what to say or, you know, I don't want to disappoint you. I think you just. And might I suggest maybe write it in like a cute little fun song and send it to your parents. It always just kind of lightens the load, you know, make it a little funsy. Real awkward if it doesn't lighten the load. Yeah, like, hey, mom and dad. You know, my boyfriend, <laughs> we're shacking up. I don't think that's going to go over yeah. well. No, I was in this exact same situation. Oh, yeah? Four years in, living across the country from uh, both of our parents, and her parents wouldn't, were not about to approve of us moving in together. So I proposed. That's no. not why I proposed, but I knew that this was going to be okay, because we made the decision to do it. And for the reasons Tanya's saying, you got to live your life. You got to do what's right for you. We're going to save on rent. This is right for us right now. Mm -hmm. I knew they were not going to handle it well, but I also knew that that handling it of it was going to be short-lived because I knew I was proposing imminently. Mm -hmm. And I think I almost proposed the weekend we moved in or the week after. It was very close. So I knew that while it was going to be an issue, it wouldn't be an issue for long. Maybe he's thinking something similar. Maybe he's thinking it'll be fine because I'm going to propose very quickly, right. especially if you're already ring shopping. And right. by the way, that's the first thing I would tell my parents. I would lead with that right? because that's, that's all they're worried about. I don't know that it's living in sin or whatever it is. I think they're worried about you moving in with somebody and then it going awry because that would be a heartbreaker. Totally. And that would suck. Breakups are hard enough. Could you imagine breaking up with someone and then having to move out? Like, mm-hmm. oh. So, I guess. But here's my thing. Like, uh, aside from religious beliefs or in that regard what's the pro- i mean yeah it's hard and it's like makes things more complicated but is it that big of a deal to if you're saving money and like you're moving in with someone that you've been with for a while i don't know for four I mean, years i don't i mean i don't think my parents really care honestly mm-hmm. i don't think they ever have cared so i don't know i think this would be hard for me i think this would be hard for me but i don't think they care what do you mean it would be hard for you like if my parents didn't want me to move in with a significant other and yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I no like one, that. but no one wants to disappoint their parents. I mean, yeah. no one wants to disappoint their parents. So it's kind of, but you kind of have to, at some point you go, okay, this is my life. I want to move in. I've been with this person for four years. We're looking at rings. I see myself being with him long term. And we, it just makes more sense for us to live together. And if it doesn't work out, then it's a lesson learned just like Mm. any other part of a relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I've never understood. I always thought people not moving in together was more about people's disapproval of it was more about like religious of like living in sin and not, not doing that before marriage. It does sound like that's what this is. Yeah. But we're all going to disappoint our parents in some way, aren't we? I dropped I mean, out of college. I, I, that yeah. didn't go over well. I mean, I was a biter as a child, so I started disappointing them. <laughs> Very <laughs> oh, early, early on. Got, they got the calls from the school. Yeah, oh, I was like making people bleed left and right. <laughs> and now you're on stage talking about doggy style in front of her. Yeah, she's okay. continued that. So yeah. what do we think? Just have an open and honest conversation with them. Lead with we're looking at rings. Yes. Yeah. As long I think as long as they know that you are on the path to where they want you to be, I think they're going to be okay with it. And a song never hurt. <laughs> Fair enough. Raquel. Oh, this is a timely question after what we've been talking about today. Tanya, did you ever try using a period cup? I've been thinking about using one myself, as you can imagine. Looking for an honest review is difficult. Love the show. I'm totally a Becca. But I love that one of Tanya's best friends has the same name as me, Raquel. It makes me feel connected to y'all. If you ever bring your show to Chicago, I'll be there in a heartbeat. We have a lot of Chicago requests for a live show. I've noticed that. 
Um, I did not try the period cup. I didn't try the period cup. I thought you had gotten one and you were going to test it out. You know what? I did. I ordered them on Amazon. I never got them. This is your week. Oh, I was going to say, this is the week. They never came. You're on your period? (laughs) I am on my period. I would be interested to choose one, but it's a heavy flow today. (laughs) So I don't know if today's the day to try it. Your cup overflowing today. (laughs) My cup might overflow today. I do hear great reviews on like the Diva Cup. and I know. That's why I want to try. I'm going to, hold on. She's going to track that order real quick. Yeah. I'm so, not. Raquel, I say you should go for it, test it out. Maybe you'll test it out before we test it out and let us know how it goes. Are you one of those that orders so much on Amazon that you don't even notice if something doesn't show up until a month later? No, I remember that was a specific package that I got because I ordered also some other things with it. And it just, I do remember it just never came. Mm. I'm one of those people, by the way. But then it was so not, is my wife. Yeah, it's <laughs> unfortunate. But then I just went to the store and got what I needed, but I did not get the Diva Cup. Hmm. But I'll go to CVS today and get a Diva Cup so I can try it out this period. All right. Chloe has an idea for the next Truth or Drink. She said, I had such a great time at the LA Live show. Becca mentioned how she wants Easton and Mark to participate in a round of Truth or Drink, and I'm 100% here for it. Since they both don't drink alcohol and Mark doesn't drink coffee, I think you should have them take shots of pickle juice or something gross like that if they don't answer the questions. Uh, you guys are so wonderful and did an amazing job creating an open, welcoming, and fun environment. Looking forward to that three-peat and your sold-out world tour. Wow. <laughs> Chloe. Um, no, I was thinking for y'all, we make really gross concoctions of like either food things to eat. Kind of like... Uh, Spill your guts or fill your guts. Yeah, yeah. Like gross things like what that. What about we have to do push-ups? No, no, that's so doesn't lame. enter your body. It's, you know? yeah. it's hard to do that. Very manly. No, it has to be something that you ingest. I don't. <laughs> I don't love the whole concept of it. Yeah, well, what we don't either. <laughs> but it's your show, though. It's not our show. I'm just a producer on the show. Yeah, I no, chime you're in involved. and when need. You're both rises. pretty involved. So, but I also feel like I don't know what kind of questions. Like I'm not. There's certain things I can't answer. Because I'm in a, a marriage we'll and I a, need to be respectful of my wife. Yeah, and but we're not going to have you do push-ups. Sorry, I love you, Easton. Hey, no. I'm just throwing, you know, we're, it's blue sky. Yeah, Throw some ball. I'm just throwing ideas no out here. No bad why, answers when you're brainstorming. That's why there's, you know, the option of eating or drinking something gross. But like yeah. what? Give us an example of something it gross. It needs to be worse than pickle juice. Yeah, pickle juice I, like good. almost like, yeah, I love pickle yeah. juice. Yeah. I like willingly It needs to be like juice. a shot of sriracha or like a shot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that. Sriracha mixed with buffaloes. Yeah. Buffaloes. Buffaloes. Sauce? Hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like maybe like a shot of hot sauce. Something spicy. Something that yeah. burns like that gasoline tequila we had. Right. Like something show. like that or some sort of um, like. You know, like Windex. Yeah, like a Tide Pod. <laughs> Windex? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No something poisonous. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think of something gross. Maybe like some spoiled milk. Ew. Or like yeah. a, or a raw egg. Or like a raw egg. A shot of a raw egg. Oh, yeah. Like Rocky. I'm really good. I mean, poison. We'll do research and make sure there's no poison. Like e. poison no, that's not true. I've, I know somebody that eats two raw eggs every morning. No, but you guess there, there's a danger of something in raw eggs. Well, guess what? There's a danger in, of corona everywhere. So <laughs> I mean, That's a good up. source of protein. I like the raw eggs. Thank like, you. Salmonella. Still- that's what it is. You could salmonella from raw eggs. Right. Well, answer the question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not well, loving We'll this. find something that, you know, I don't know how, but we'll find something. <laughs> okay. Well. Seems you're really detached from the whole, the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Aston has a question for Tanya. She says, thank you for bringing so much joy and happiness to my life. My best friends and I bond over the podcast and Easton's dancing. 
This question's for Tanya. I know you've stated that you can't have sex unless in a committed relationship. As someone who's had sex with a few people, I struggle with my desire and my faith. It's like I have this guilt on my chest knowing that it's a sin, but yet I still enjoy the gravy train. <laughs> I still don't understand the gravy train. Is, but she's can... using it wrong, but that's fine. Okay. We'll come back to that. How do you deal with this? How do you confidently have sex before marriage? Thank Conf- you for being a positive model of Christianity. Being a scrubber is one of my favorite things. That's a very sweet sentence right there. Yeah, that's really sweet. Being a scrubber is one of my favorite things. Thank you, Ashton. That is really sweet. How do you? Co- my favorite part is how do you confidently have sex? <laughs> um, I think... I think what I, um, because I've never, I, it's not like I, I grew up in church with my family, but that was Serbian Orthodox church. And then I recently joined the Christian church. So I was never really told things were bad and good, like in that type of sense. Like I never thought of anything as a sin. And the reason why I chose not to have sex outside of a committed relationship was because of the way that it was making me feel internally. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it was making me feel I was having unattached sex with these guys and then I would want to be in a relationship and they would want nothing to do with so that. So it wasn't religious guilt. It was Correct. simply you weren't getting what you wanted. It was It was more, it was affecting me in a negative way internally. And I was in this perpetual pattern of pain because I was giving myself and fully to these people without getting what I, what made me feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it wasn't, I don't know how to answer your question fully because for me it was a decision that i made based on how it was making me feel does that make sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um i guess what you kind of have to i guess you just kind of have to decide what what your why you want what you want and then go with how it makes you feel <clears throat> versus yeah. other people's expectations mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. yeah it's so it's so interesting because this even like aside from like the sexual part of it, this is something that I think a lot of people who are religious or Christian or believe in, you know, sin versus purity or whatever, struggle with this conviction of do I f- am I feeling this because I've been told that this is wrong my whole life? Okay, here's the thing. Technically, according to what the Bible says, having tattoos and piercings, piercing your body is a sin. So if you're waking up every day, putting your earrings in, according to what the Bible says, that's technically a sin. And I think we have a society and a lot of the church has chosen. I think we've all picked apart the parts that we want to focus on and the parts that we kind of don't want to focus on. So I think if you have a genuine, you said you have a guilt on your chest, which that is something that is pretty powerful Mm -hmm. and you're not going to probably enjoy having sex outside of marriage as long as that's there. True. And it's not really worth having sex if you have that type of guilt on your chest every time you do it. For sure. It's probably worth waiting for if it's going to bring you that type of anxiety and stress. And I think for me, a lot of the time, like I, I choose to, I feel as though, you know, being a Christian and it's a lot about how you make people feel and like live your life. And, you know, I try to do the best that I can. Am I, am I doing, am I being the absolute best Tanya Mm -hmm. that I possibly could be? Probably not, but we all make mistakes and we all have to go through things in our own way, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think it's just, yeah, if you're, if she's saying it's got, it's a guilt that's heavy on her heart 
then yeah, you're never going to confidently have sex before marriage if that's what's happening. But another part of this that I find really interesting is because I do get a lot of DMs of girls asking me, they don't want to have sex um, before they're in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. but they feel like the guy will lose interest mm-hmm. or they like don't know how to speak up about it. And it's, so, and I think it goes back to kind of what we were saying about the girl who, um, we were telling her to tell her parents about moving in with mm-hmm. her boyfriend mm-hmm. because I do think it's a way that's the way that you approach it. You know, like I'm uh, in all the past guys I've dated in the last couple of years, I was very unabashedly like told them even when Dr. Screen time came to stay with me, I was like, mm-hmm. you're I'm not sleeping with you until we're in a committed relationship. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Good move there. Yeah. yeah great move there. But that's what I'm saying. Like, had I not made that, made that to myself, yeah. I probably would have had sex with him. And then probably I would felt have felt a little bit attachment, attachment, yeah. but also like, Oh, why did I do that? You know? Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just about the way you approach it and just kind of putting it all out there, you know? Yeah. I, and one last thing, like, I do think a lot of times we, I've said this before, I think, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but you know, when we think about sin and what is said in the Bible, we focus so much more on the principles and the rules of the Bible and we pick and choose like which ones we want to judge others for what we feel right strongly about. But it's so much more about, you know, the person of the Bible, which is Jesus and how he treated people, which is with love and compassion. But I think if you have an unsettled feeling, I think it's worth for you to wait and, you know, like figure out what that feeling is. But I think you stay strong in what you're convicted about. Basically. For sure. sure. That goes to everyone Mm -hmm. with anything. Yeah. You got to go with your gut. Yeah. Clearly this is not for her. Yeah. You're going to find a guy and it's going to be for you Mm -hmm. and you're not going to, and you're going to feel like, yes, I know how I was raised and how I was taught, but I'm ready with this person Mm -hmm. because clearly you're not ready with these people. I think that's why you're feeling that on your chest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think you're very, you're just, I remember when I was, when I was a virgin and people were like, well, do you want to have sex? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a human being. I'm not like some robot who doesn't have those emotions or feelings. It was more just like, I've made this choice and this is what I want to do. I felt very confident about it. Um, But having the guilt of having sex before marriage doesn't make, doesn't mean that that just goes away and you don't want to have it anymore just because you want to wait. And also people are going to judge you. Like, I can't even tell you the amount of times people that we all know would, would, when I was, because I think I, I don't can't remember exactly when I made this decision. I think it was when I was dating this guy that lived in New York and I finally was just like, this does not make me feel good. I'm not having sex anymore outside of a, um, outside of a committed relationship. And people would just judge me all the, like judge me for not. So they would be like, you haven't been laid in two years. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, and I'm fine. Like, I don't need your yeah. judgment. You know what I mean? Like I made this decision for myself and like, I'm good. And they're just like, don't you just like want to have it? I'm like, yeah, I want a boyfriend too. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it takes work, but it just like, it just, it's so annoying because everybody will always project their opinions and their uh-huh. feelings about like what you're doing. But I think that's why it's so important to just kind of like look within and, and figure out why, like, yeah, you want to do something, you know? Yeah. And it's funny cause I know we're all wired differently, but I've never been so like needing it that I was just like, Oh, I'll take anyone at this point. Like, I've never been to that point. I'm like, I want to be with someone that I that I trust and that I care about. And I don't think it's whether it's two years or ten years. It's like, yeah, and it was way it was it. way more than two years, by the way. <laughs> but I just yeah, everybody has like this like just they project so much. So it's so it's such annoying. a society thing that you've got to get laid every so often. Yeah, like yeah, don't you just want to get laid? Thing. And I'm like, 
no, I'm good. Yeah. Thanks, though. Like, <laughs> no. What taught yes. us that? TV, movies? Like, I, I feel like yeah. you were taught that by popular culture. I agree. And it's like, you always wonder, is the person that's asking that question, have they even had sex, like, <laughs> recently? Like, they're acting so judgy about it. And you're like... So judgy. Yeah. I know. It's That is so true. It's such a society. You thing. get judged if you have a lot of sex. You get judged if you don't have sex. So it's like, just... Damned if you do. Damned, damned, if, damned, you, if, you damned if you don't. Damned if you don't. Like just a lot it's a lot all right one more break and then we have a very juicy one that's very um comically written that i'm looking forward to reading you and we have a little surprise too that's all coming up we love surprises do we though presented by 21 seeds So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. 
I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. All right. <laughs> we have a juicy email. We have a juicy email, and we have a new way of introducing emails. Ready? Let's we'll see yeah. how this goes. I've never heard this. Oh, it's a surprise for all of our ears. It's a surprise. It, we asked for, it, it just got finished by the guy who makes these things. It okay. literally just finished like a minute ago. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. okay here we go. Time to check the charts with Dr. Tilly and Dr. Rad. Patient's name? Anonymous. Consult needed. Uh, her sister needs help. Prognosis? Uh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> no? That ruled. <laughs> Tell you hated it. First of all, I don't hate anything that Miles does. Miles can Miles do no wrong great. in my so book. What's your feedback? It's great. You don't like it? You can be honest. We can get rid of it. I feel like it might be taking away from the seriousness of the emails. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad if we do this like super goofy intro and then it's like right, like crazy serious. No, she's not like on, on her deathbed or something. Okay, and she's like, I have a a wart on my vagina. And we're like, <laughs> is that prognosis is bad? What? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not great. No, I know, but <laughs> your what are your thoughts? I mean, I like it. I think if it's like a more serious matter, then we don't use it. Exactly. <laughs> we never use our intros for anything. I know. <laughs> That's also true. So if we remember, cool. <laughs> All right, here it is. My sister dated this guy. We'll call him Mark for about two years on and off. I don't like Mark. He won't commit to her, but would constantly call her to hook up and string her along. Plus, he said some very rude remarks about my brother who has a disability. What? I'm Terrible. not loving that his name is, we're calling him Mark. <laughs> yeah. Let's call him Bark. It's not really a name. <laughs> they finally cut it off about two years ago and she started dating someone else. My family loves him. We'll call him Easton. Now this is starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, She's bark. just trying we'll to like... Bark and Easton. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as Mark found out about Easton, he told my sister he was ready to marry her. Of course he did. She told him it was too late. But a few months later, we found out that my sister started seeing Mark again without telling us or Easton. After a few more months, she finally told Easton, and guess what? They both stuck around. But they told her she needed to pick one once and for all. She is now broken up with Easton and backdating Mark, but oh. she still hangs out with them back to back without telling one about the other. It's been two years of both now, and my sister and I live together, so I constantly see them come over hours apart. Oh my God. She says she will not break it up with either of them because if it doesn't work out with one, she wants the other as a backup. I can't play along anymore, and moving out isn't an option for me. What do I do? This is messed up. <laughs> this is messed yeah, this up. Is this is messed not right. Up. I, I would just... tell. I would tell 
you know, I don't know your sister, and obviously these are like fighting words when it's a family member, but your sister and Mark might deserve each other. Mm. Easton needs to get get the heck Easton out of Dodge. Easton deserves better. Yeah. Yes. Easton needs to walk away. So I mean, it, but it's not her place to step in, I don't think. Like, no. I don't think you can step in and do anything, but I think karma's going to catch up to your sister, and she's probably going to end up end up with neither. I would have a like a serious conversation with your sister, not just like, oh, you need to, you know, pick one. I would sit down and say, hey, you know, this isn't my life. This is your life. You're going to do what you want to do. But this isn't fair to Easton. Mark has not treated you well until he found out that there was someone else in the picture. And I'm in the middle of this because I live here and I don't really have the option to move out. So I need you to to make a decision. Mm hmm. But and his I sister's going to say, why? It's none of your business. This is what Just I would leave do. me alone. Anonymous, I think you need to figure out an option of moving out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needs to remove herself from the situation however she can. Yeah. Because it seems just... Mark should never... When Mark made the rude remark about your brother who has a disability, that should have been the yeah, end of that it. Yeah, that should have been it for your... Like, like aside from how he treats her, because we all, you know, sometimes end up with people who maybe aren't the best for us and mm-hmm. don't... We can't see the outside perspective. But for... If someone said something about my sibling, any, any of my siblings... Sure. But especially if one of them had a disability that already you had to deal with the ridicule of people on the outside. I would be, he would be banned yeah, from my presence. Yeah, hard no for yeah. me too. Just trying to think of the mentality of the sister that not only does she tolerate that behavior from him, she likes the other guy, she wants a backup situation. Is that an insecurity that she yeah, feels like, like she doesn't deserve better than she has? I'm sorry, a backup plan is like when you have a flat tire. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like you don't have a backup plan as a, partner in life. Yeah, human so beings should up. not be like backup plans. No. Should Anonymous tell Easton what's going on? Ooh. No. No. Becca's pondering. Well, my initial thought is like it's not her life. It's none of her business. But if I were in the middle of it thinking realistically what I would do, like from my perspective, looking from the outside looking in, I'm like, don't do anything. It's not your business. It's your sister's life. She's going to do what she wants to do. But if I'm in the situation and I don't have a choice of getting out, I might say something. I might just say, Easton, I think you're a great man. And I think you deserve more, my sister. <laughs> no, I don't know. Because well, you're like drop a hint. your sister. Maybe sing him a song. No. <laughs> Maybe be like, oh, um, that's so weird. Mark was just... Uh, over here and he said the same thing (laughs) no or you could say no no or you could be like uh whatever her sister's name is like abigail did mark leave his (laughs) yeah chicken in the fridge again i told him to put it in a tupperware yeah or or like abigail did mark eat my leftovers he always does that and i told you to tell him to stop yeah he always does that when he comes over Uh (laughs) or like pretend to call easton by mark like Easton's over and you just go, uh, hey, Mark, could you? Oh, I'm so sorry. He was just here. I just, yes! I get you guys confused all the time. Yeah. Or, no, that's no, fine. <laughs> okay, we're going to end there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I think Dooleepa's new rules would lend itself to a nice parody. A nice if you, parody, if you'd yeah. like to make this a song. Mm-hmm. My sister has new rules. <laughs> I got new rules. Oh, yeah, my sister's got, got two boyfriends. I follow them. One. Uh.
His name is Mark, too. He's kind of a dick, too. His name is Easton. He's real nice and he deserves better. Three. You both should get out, but I'm not going to say much more. I wonder if her parents or if anyone else in the family knows. Or if it's just her. You're thinking like an intervention? Yeah. Or like having mom step in. Mom would step in, too. Because she said the family loves Easton. You know, I have that effect on people. <laughs> I'm not saying that this is actually me, but uh, also, like, I know that she doesn't have an option to like, get out, but, like, from from the sister's point of view, nothing better than coming home and having your sister who's sleeping on the couch go, listen here, <laughs> you're mm. living your life, and, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking about this uh, while reading it, and, like, while she's living there, I feel like, mm-hmm. while she's depending on this person mm-hmm. for, for a living, like, there's there's not so much you can do. Like, you can't it's just, true. Like, you know, so. Yeah. That's a bad situation. Yeah, when I lived with my sister and brother-in-law, and I didn't really pay rent, I helped with, like, the kids and stuff, but I had to learn, like, I was under their roof, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes you just have to suck yeah. it up and, true. And, and, like, maybe work towards being able to move out. Because you you don't really have control over this situation, but you could drop some hints here and there. But I think the big I think I think as we joke, but I think maybe stay out of it. Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah, I think you know it's always interesting. We always have reviews on the questions and answers on the Facebook group, so maybe this would be a good one for y'all to give some advice on anyone who's been in this situation before, how you handled it, what works, what doesn't work, because we're clearly uh incapable of (laughs) (laughs) sorry you're in the situation sorry easton mark you little scoundrel (laughs) (laughs) scoundrel is such a good word all right well i think that's going to do it for another episode of scrubbing in becca and tanya we hate to see it go we love to see it come we hate to see it go by the way like my period you should (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think we sh- you should catch up on Grey's Anatomy so we can have a real talk about it. Also, is Beanie Feldstein going to be on this new season? I don't know, but she was on the last episode, and she was very good on the last episode, but I don't know that she'll be back, but it's not impossible. Mm. Uh, the last couple I thought have been, um, I'm not going to say really super strong, but they've been solid. Is this Thursday's episode the one with Karev's this goodbye? Thursday. Yes. I'll watch that. No, don't jump ahead. I might just... You cannot jump ahead. I forbid you. Guess what? You have a week. You have seven days. You can watch three episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I am a modern woman and I do what I want. Okay? <laughs> if I want to skip ahead, I'm going to skip ahead. You're going to be confused. I don't like it. How am I going to be confused? You're I not going to ta- know what's going on with, uh, what's his name? Who? Um, um, the, uh, exactly. It's Italian you don't know guy. what's going on Italian either. Guy. So, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I really want to get <laughs> exactly. into um, Station 19 because everyone's saying it's like, it's on Gray's level, like beginning episodes, Gray's level. Level. I refuse. Oh, I have enough shows. I don't refuse, but I'm really. Um, there was a show that I was really into, and then I dropped off. It's the one on Fox, the doctor show on Fox. Oh, the resident. Oh, yeah. oh that was oh, the, really good. And I dropped off because it was like, you know, they just go go on hiatus, and then I forget about yeah. it. But it's back, and I need to get back into it. Well, it was good. You're, I give you permission to skip the episode called the one where they're at the dinner. It's called table. the dinner mm-hmm. or the big dinner or something, mm-hmm. the family dinner. I forget what it's called. Skip that one entirely, and then but then I need you to watch the last two. Oh, we're having our Grace tour tomorrow. Yeah. What is that? We're going on the set. set. What? One of our scrubbers is having us go on set tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> Way to bury the lead, huh? That is huge. <laughs> I know. Sorry, we're at the end of the podcast. That's really big. Yeah, so we'll be able to report on that next week. Yeah, our scrubber Julie is. Should we wear our scrubs? 
we should for sure wear scrubs. Don't you think? Come on. We have to. Becca. You have to. Words? Sorry, Becca. You have to. Oh. <laughs> really? Yes. We're not going to go to Grace Loan Memorial right, right, in our right. streetwear. Okay. Plus, I mean, it's a post-coronavirus world. You can't be too careful. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which should we wear? Yeah, pink or blue? Probably blue. Blue mm. feels more professional. Okay. You know, and ever since Addison left, I don't feel pink is significant there anymore. Okay. Blue well, it is. that's a good tease for next week. From oh, yeah. the gray set, all the dirt. Too bad we can't do a podcast from the gray set. No, yeah. I'm glad I remembered that. I just keep forgetting. I keep forgetting what day it is. It's Monday. I just, it doesn't feel like a Monday. Because I didn't, I didn't, I, the weekend felt like Thursday. Friday. <laughs> Harry makes it feel like there's heaven no time. Every day. Yeah, yeah, there's no time. There's no day. It's just just Harryville existing. I need to buy all his merch. I'm gonna do that tonight. <laughs> While you're catching up on Grace yeah. Anatomy, I'm gonna catch up on Grace. Thank you. If you're going to the set tomorrow, I feel yeah, like no, you should feels, be up to speed. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh. <laughs> time of death. Oh, we uh, had our double date too. Twelve thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I'm forgetting about that. Don't you think that, Becca Tilly? Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 